0: Welcome to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us this weekend. I'm Jason Kong, and I have Bill Alexander here with me, joining us remotely via Zoom, getting some deserved time
1: off at the coast. Bill, how are you doing today? Ah, uh, Jason. I'm doing great, and it's uh, nice to, to have a little bit of respite. You know, it's... Uh, that's something that I do talk about uh, from time to time and how important it is for all of us to have a little bit of time off. Uh, and actually, uh, we Americans are pretty bad at it, <laughs> you know. Uh, most other cultures uh, have it built into their DNA and, and uh, Americans have uh, uh, more, we're more inclined to have a work ethic uh, th- then a relaxation ethic, if you will, and uh, uh, but uh, study after study shows that uh, those of us who de- do take uh, time off from uh, uh, you know time to time uh, perform better uh, than those who don't. And so, uh, but one of the things that I do talk about a lot to to families is that more often than not, we overlook the needs of a caregiver. And, you know, we put all of our focus on the needs of the loved one who's being taken care of, who needs attention. And there's no question that that the uh, folks need attention uh, uh, and sometimes a whole lot of attention. But the fact is, is that the more attention that the loved one needs, the more respite the caregiver needs, if you get right down to it, because it gets harder and harder and harder for the caregiver to actually provide uh, what is necessary. And when I talk about the caregiver, I'm not talking about folks we're hiring. I'm talking about family. It's more often than not, it's the spouse. And if it's not the spouse, then it's one or more of the children. and and um, uh, particularly when it's the spouse and and uh, trying to preserve money, not uh, you know, because it, it's expensive. Uh, but the fact is is that most spouse caregivers, uh, don't take respite because they' uh, bec- because they're concerned about having sufficient money for themselves over the rest of their lifetime, which is a legitimate uh, concern. Uh, and I don't want to downplay it. However, the fact is is that uh, sometimes it's, it's sort of like uh, the, the maxim of, of you got to spend money to make money. Well, the fact is is that uh, for a caregiver, you, you have to spend a little money on your respite, your time off in, in order to to keep doing what you're doing effectively. Uh, because if you don't take that time off, then you become uh, it, it gets to the place where um, it, it, it's a too heavy of a burden. To keep going, and it's there's a lot of stress—not physical stress, financial stress, emotional stress—that comes from caregiving. It's it's a very hard job, if you will, and, and it becomes a job, if you will. It's it's more than love and affection; it, it becomes a job. So now. I'm not a caregiver at this point, but I've been a caregiver in the past, so I know the dynamics and, and the issues, the ball and chain, and, and all of the rest that goes into taking care of somebody that needs a lot of care. So anyway, we'll we'll go from there. But uh, to, a, to a great degree, particularly uh, for children of someone who needs assistance, um, it's important for the children to recognize what the goals of the seniors are. So uh, the, the, one of the most important things for folks to keep in mind is that all of us, and in fact, if the children think about it, it's gonna be their goals too. <laughs> and that is all of us want very much to stay independent uh, and stay in control of ourselves. And by in control, I mean in control of our money, in control of our home, uh, and in control uh, uh, of our needs, if you will. In other words, we want to be the one making the decisions uh, and we don't Really want to turn that over to anyone else, including our children. Uh, now, it, to the degree if the children think about it, then the most effective way to be helpful is for uh, to to help the parent stay in control, or at least make the parent believe that they're in control, <laughs> you know, and, and it goes, I mean, in, in essence, uh, it goes back to maxims dealing with leadership, you, you know, and if any time, and it doesn't matter what type of organization you're in, whether you're in the military or whether you're at IBM or whether you're uh, at WPTF or whatever, uh The fact is is that the, the best leaders are the ones who uh, make uh, others um, believe that they're actually the ones who've made the decisions to move forward in a in a certain way. Uh, and if the leadership can actually make suggestions where, others really, instead of feeling like they're following, they feel like they're making the decisions to move forward. And that's really this, the, in the same vein of what you're trying to do uh, with your parents uh, or sometimes grandparents, uh, in terms of for them to, to, to feel like they're still making the decisions, even if you're uh, helping them along, if you will because it's very important to us in terms of our um, uh, the way we think of ourselves to, to uh, feel that way. And for those uh, folks who are basically um, have the mindset of uh, mom or dad is just not doing well enough, we need to come in, we need to take over, other folks are going to take advantage of them. Uh, that's basically going to, push the parent away from them. I mean, in, in essence, there's a that's where the scammers come in because uh, they want uh, they're doing the, the exact opposite. And if the parents push you away, it's very hard to get back in, to, in that door. So uh, this is actually a very important concept for families to understand about how we are and how we will be in terms of the things that we can and or should do because all of us as we get older will need some assistance you know the we keep our fingers crossed that we'll need very little (laughs) but but the fact is that some of us need a whole lot and so uh these are important concepts for families they really are and
0: the idea of being in control and making those decisions and also being Able to protect what you have and keep it for as long as you can goes a long way. And we're going to get into that discussion as well. I want to remind you that you can always learn more about Bill at his website, wgalaw.com. You can schedule some time to speak with Bill if you want to have some documents set up, or maybe you'd like to have your documents reviewed. Maybe that's something you've put off for years or even decades. It's good to have your documents reviewed by an elder law attorney if you've never done that before. Go to WGALaw.com. You can also find information about bills-free webinars at WGALaw.com. You can learn more about asset protection and trust planning, as well as long-term care assistance. And that deals with Medicaid, VA benefits, and other forms of financial assistance that likely are available to you if you are dealing with a long-term care crisis. Go to WGALaw.com. Click on the Seminars button at the top of the page to learn more or call 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. We're taking a quick break, but we'll be back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander and we'll be back after this. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Learn more about Bill at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander, who's joining us via Zoom. He's at the coast, uh, wrapping up a week away from the office, getting some much-needed respite and... Bill, we were talking about that last segment, uh, the importance of respite, uh, especially for caregivers, and that kind of led us into a discussion on on goals, and I, I want to let you finish up what you were saying there.
1: Well, um, you know, when we're young or younger, um, typically uh, most of us are, you know, we're focusing on um, living life each day (laughs) and that can that can be pretty taxing i mean in terms of uh we're, we're uh typically we're we're trying to uh purchase a home uh rear the children uh which um obviously takes a lot uh trying to save money accumulate for the future uh you know put money in our retirement account uh uh, if we have a little extra, then it might be um, uh, take some nice vacations and and do some other things uh, along that line. But the bottom line is is that we're at that point uh, we feel immortal uh, and we're enjoying life, hopefully, uh, and um, and the like. But but there, as we get older, uh, you know, things our focus changes, you know, as, as hopefully in our senior years, we've, uh, we've had a lifetime of work, we've accumulated our uh, resources, uh, hopefully we, we have a nice nest egg to live on, uh, and our focus at that point, I think, for most of us, Yeah, is obviously to the degree we're married, our focus is, okay, how do we take care of each other? How do we take care of ourselves and our spouse Uh, and and enjoying that, enjoying life, uh, but not running out of money? Uh, I mean, that is important and it can be difficult depending on how much we've accumulated during our lifetime. Uh, Most of us uh, also... Uh, want to help our children get a leg up, or sometimes help our grandchildren get get a leg up? And by leg up, that that could mean uh, uh, helping them out when they need assistance, uh, helping them with an education or the like. And and of course, I have a focus that uh, is a little different from many folks because I I believe very strongly that uh, an awful lot of our children and particularly our grandchildren will need help with their retirement. Uh, And I know that sounds funny because most of us as grandparents actually uh, are more concerned about our grandchildren's education, if you will. But I actually put their future retirement up there in the same or a higher category, because I know, and we all know that there are many different ways of getting an education. But the fact is, if you don't have enough money when when you are in, forced into retirement or you uh, uh, decide to retire, hopefully that's where you are, where you actually get to make that choice yourself, but not everyone is that lucky. And and so the fact is, when you retire, has your home? Do you have a home? Is it paid off? Uh, you know what kind of social security income do you have? What kind of health issues do you have to have to pay for medicines and and the and the like? And the question is, what? How much of a nest egg do you have to uh, back up your other your income, your financial resources? Uh, to be able to make it in retirement. And and the fact is that all of us know Social Security um, is not going to be enough. It, and it was never designed to be enough for people to actually live on without other resources. And so, but that's going to exacerbate. That's going to be get worse and worse and worse. So, you know, I, I try to get people to have a focus on can we do some things financially to help our grandchildren in particular uh, to have sufficient resources to retire on. So anyway, and of course, when the kids are little and that's the time that we really need to do some things on their behalf, we have no clue what their future will hold. We don't know whether they will be, um, you know, decide to be a fireman or a policeman or a a teacher or someone who makes very little money versus uh, someone who's an IT, AI specialist uh, who makes gobs and gobs of money. I mean, we, we, we want our children and grandchildren to be in that uh, wonderful category where they have plenty of resources, but there are lots and lots of folks who make wonderful choices uh, for others, uh, whether they're uh, family caregivers themselves or whether they're teachers or others who choose a lifestyle of less money, but uh, very rewarding. So anyway, that's just something for us to think about. But the, the, the lastly, we hope, that there's something to pass on to the next generation and hopefully generations past that because those of us who've been fortunate enough to accumulate a lot, we wanna protect it. And so that's where we end up towards the latter stages of our lifetime. Uh, We recognize we're not immortal, that there will be an end and we wanna make sure that what we've accumulated goes to our loved ones and not others. In other words, we want to protect what we have. That's what we call asset protection. <laughs> and, um, and, and that comes in many, many different forms. Yes, it does include the right legal documents. Uh, and that can be just simple estate planning for some folks. It can include uh, limited liability companies and corporations and and the like for others. Um, but the question is, okay, how do we protect what we have uh, accumulated over a lifetime? And And the point that I'm trying to make at this point is that The legal aspects of asset protection is just one piece of the pie. There are many, many, many facets of asset protection uh, that uh, are very, very important to people. And I say that because uh, protecting what we have. So the question is, okay, what are we protecting against? Uh, You know, what are the factors out there that are trying to pull away from what we have? And so that's what I want to take the rest of the radio show this morning. Uh, 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 That's that's what I want to talk about. Those other things that we need to guard against. that uh, are out there that are factors that might take away what we have worked so hard to accumulate.
0: Asset protection does come in many forms, and as Bill hinted at there, the legal side is is only one piece of the pie, but it is a, a very important piece of the pie. And if that's something that you need assistance with, you need uh, a professional to assist you with, or you want the counsel of an elder law attorney, go to WGALaw.com. Schedule some time to speak with Bill. Get your documents drawn up or have them reviewed. Go to WGALaw.com. That's the easy way to schedule some time to speak with Bill. You can also call the office. The phone number is 919 256 And don't forget it, WGALaw.com. You can also register and attend Bill's free webinars. He does these the second Wednesday of every month. If you want to learn more about long-term care assistance, if you or a loved one is dealing with a long-term care crisis, there really isn't a, a better bang for your buck when it comes to an educational opportunity to learn more about assistance that is available for those who are dealing with the long-term care crisis. And I say bang for your buck, there really is no bucks associated with this because it's all free. It's free to attend, free to register. The next set of webinars is happening on Wednesday, August 9th. Go to wgalaw.com, click on the seminars button at the top of the page to register. Bill also has a webinar dedicated to asset protection and trust planning go to wgalaw.com to learn more a quick break and back with more you're listening to asset protection today with attorney bill alexander and we'll be right back listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Find more about Bill and his free webinars at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com is where you can go to learn about Bill's webinars happening on Wednesday, August 9th. Learn more about long-term care assistance as well as asset protection and trust planning at Law. Dot com i'm jason kong bill is here with us via zoom today uh, wrapping up a vacation at the beach and bill we're talking about asset protection of course the show is called asset protection today but we're really getting back to the basics here on what asset protection is and a lot of times we focus on the legal side of things but there's there's a lot more to asset protection than just
1: that Oh, no question about it. Um, and, and so uh, it's one thing that I enjoy talking about um, and, and trying to give folks information that helps them avoid issues like that. But, okay, so what are some of the obvious things that we're t- when we're talking about asset protection, one thing it is uh, theft. You know, uh, how can we protect ourselves from theft? Or swindles or scams um, that's a huge area that we need to build uh, walls uh, in order to, to do that uh, I, I, I don't think there there are many uh, clients that come in that don't say I want to avoid paying taxes in, in other words I don't want to pay any tax unnecessarily. In other words, help me reduce or eliminate uh, having to to pay uh, taxes. Uh, so obviously, taxes can take resources away from us, and the uh, and the less we pay in taxes, the more we keep. Duh. Um, inflation is another area that can steal our money and. Uh, And there are lots and lots of seniors who are so risk averse. Uh, And so being too risk averse can actually have a negative effect because, uh, you know, when inflation is uh, 3%, as it is about 3% this year, um, and the banks are only paying us 1% or less, uh, obviously, we're losing money, um, and so it's a, it's a slower dribble than having somebody come in and steal it from us. But it, it's still um, uh, where we're losing money by the by the dribble, if you will. It's like having a, 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 a dribble in your toilet, <laughs> where the water's going out, and you're having to pay for that water. Well, it's the same thing with inflation. It's a slow slow dribble, but it can cost us a lot of money over time. Uh, and so being too risk averse actually can uh, have a negative effect when there are some safe ways for the uh, folks to at least beat inflation, if not do a whole lot better. But that has to do with good financial advice. Um, and then... Uh, there are uh, things we do every day that um, can lead to loss. Uh, we drive a vehicle. That's one of the most dangerous things we do. Uh, it has risk every time we get into a car. And if, and if we cause a, an accident by our negligence, uh, then there's liability. Of course, we can have liability insurance but sometimes that insurance is not enough. And again, one of the things that I've focused on with folks is when we drive a car, one of the most important things we do is not only have plenty of insurance for our own liability, but to have a very high uh, uninsured and underinsured motorist, because uh, one of the things that is obvious to me is that most of us as seniors are pretty decent drivers who don't take a lot of risk. Uh, And guess who are the ones who who are not great drivers? They're the young people who have very little. And so there's a large percentage who have no insurance whatsoever, even though it's legally required. And but the majority of people have minimum insurance. And if they run into us and cause us injury, they don't have enough insurance to pay uh, for our, our uh, medical costs and our damages and our personal injuries. And so it's our own insurance that actually protects us from others when it comes to our automobiles. And of course, another, another big area where I've probably seen more assets lost uh, over time is bad marriages, you know, divorce. Uh, divorce, you know, that basically you have equitable distribution, which generally means equal uh, between spouses when they break up. Uh, and um, and that's everything that's been acquired during the marriage. And that includes your income, your retirement accounts, your homes. Um, anything and everything that's been acquired during a marriage is divided. So no one likes the idea of losing half of everything that they've acquired during their lifetime. And that's, <laughs> that's what occurs for so many folks. And, and uh, then uh, uh, other issues, some of it we have control over, some we don't. And a biggie is our health. For those of us who stay in good health, uh, it, it costs us far less to live than those who need a lot of uh, medication or assistance. And uh, one of the sad parts about our um, uh, our country is that our health care system focuses on acute care. So if you break your arm, you can go to the hospital and get it repaired. But if if you need long term care, guess what? Our health insurance does not cover it. Yes, there is what's called long-term care insurance, but very few of us have it because it's so darn expensive and a lot of folks can't afford it. And other folks wait until they're uninsurable in order to seek it. And so the bottom line is, is that our health makes a big difference in our ability to accumulate and maintain and uh, our maintain our, our resources. Um, and and a lot of folks don't think about it, but death is actually another issue. When we lose our spouse, uh, for most of us, our income goes down some. not I mean, for some folks, it's not that much, but it always is reduced a little bit. But what a lot of folks don't realize is that most surviving spouses are pushed into our tax bracket than what they were in when they were married. And and that's a big factor that folks need to consider when they're doing their planning and how they do their planning, it makes a difference. And then one of the last ones, which of course is an important one, is elder abuse. And the sad news is that elder abuse, that is where seniors are taken advantage of. And guess what? 80% of elder abuse is uh, perpetrated by whom? By family. So what that means is that they've made a very poor choice as to who they rely on uh, in terms in in the family. Uh, And so choosing the right agent, the right trustee, if there's a trust or the right agent, if there's not the person to rely on, Uh, oftentimes results in someone being taken advantage of, uh, and that is something that that, uh, you have to protect from. So those are just a a list of things that you might um, think about. And then, uh, you know, obviously, I know we have to take a break, but when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about these things.
0: Bill, I was hoping you were going to come on the show today and just say, we just need to see you, get our legal documents, and that's it. We don't need to worry about anything else. But no, you've given us some real, in all seriousness, you've given us some real food for thought in terms of asset protection. And there's a lot more to it than just getting those legal documents sized up and making sure that we can protect what we've earned and we can pass it on. And uh, there's a lot more that does go into it. And Bill's got even more than what we've discussed here. So stick around for that. Don't forget, you can go to WGALaw.com if you want to learn more about Bill's free webinars. Bill has an entire webinar dedicated to asset protection and Trust planning. It's free to attend, highly educational. If you're enjoying this discussion, you're really going to enjoy the webinar as well. Go to wgalaw.com and click on the seminars button to learn more. Bill also has another webinar dedicated to long term care assistance. This deals with Medicaid va benefits and other forms of assistance that may be available to you or your loved ones if you're dealing with a long-term care crisis and you don't know where to turn you can get a lot of helpful information from bill's webinars wgalaw.com is where you want to go click on the seminars button at the top of the page these are both free to attend let me stress that it's free to register Uh, there's no cost to you and if you attend one of bill's webinars You're also eligible for a free consultation with Bill as well. Learn more at WGALaw.com or call 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be back after this. is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Find more about Bill at WGALaw.com, whether it's his free webinars on asset protection and trust planning or long-term care assistance, or whether you need assistance with your legal documents, getting those in order, and you want the expertise of an elder law attorney and want to schedule some time to speak with Bill, WGALaw.com is the best place for you to go Law.com. i'm jason kong with bill alexander who's joining us via zoom today from the coasts wrapping up a wonderful week off of vacation and bill we're talking about the basics of asset protection and you've gone over a number of things that we should be thinking about uh that fall into the asset protection category that we might not think of off the top of our head and Let's spend some more time diving into those.
1: Uh, well, I mean, the, let's talk. Take the obvious first. I mean, theft is a huge issue, and that comes in different forms: uh, swindles, scams, and the like. Um, but to the degree that uh, people uh, uh, can continue to break into homes and steal what they can grab, if you will. Um, Are there ways uh, to protect yourselves from that? Clearly, uh, there are some ways that are better than others. I mean, having uh, good uh, locks on the door are pretty obvious. That's something everybody does, I hope. Um, But uh, okay, What, what about, is there any possibility of getting anything back if somebody actually breaks into your home? Well, the fact is, is if you don't have cameras, then your ability to identify uh, who breaks into your home uh, is slamming none. I mean, the the uh, most break-ins occur uh, and people are in your house for only about five minutes uh, and then they're gone. And so it's, it's uh, they, they break in and they, uh, Go directly to the master bedroom, and they are looking for jewelry and money and things of those or small items that they that have value and that they can, uh, like I say, grab and be out of your home uh, in less than ten minutes. Uh, you know, uh, the folks who know what they're doing don't stay in your house for very long. Uh, and they're gone long before uh, it, anyone is alerted to uh, their presence. I mean, even if you have a good community watch system, uh, people who know what they're doing when they break in are are gone. So the the bottom line is um, having uh, cameras uh, does give you a little bit of a leg up in terms of helping to identify those folks who might break in, particularly if it's not a professional job. You know, if it's uh, someone from the neighborhood, you know, that sort of thing, then your ability to identify is much, much, much higher Uh, because, you know, the police are, uh, are not much help when it comes to these kind of things. They'll come in and file a report. Uh, And maybe do some, you know, brush around for fingerprints and things like that. I think that's mostly for show because I've never seen it make a difference in terms of of identifying uh, folks who who break into your home. So, uh, you know, frankly speaking, cameras are your best defense when it, it comes to those kinds of things um and so i would recommend that now with uh swindles that this is where you know people come to your door and base i mean this is one way it works anyway and and offer to fix your roof because they're in the neighborhood and those kind of things and and so uh, obviously just like people are got getting to the point where they um don't answer the telephone um, and don't answer stray emails and things like that is a protective measure well duh and and the same thing is true to not answer um you know or not fall prey to to some uh wonderful contractor who comes to the door and says we're just in the neighborhood and i can offer you a huge discount uh, we see that your roof needs repair we can see that from the road and uh, we can fix it for you. And typically that's uh, uh, in a hundred percent of the time, it's a scam. So, or I should say a swindle, but swindles can, you know, for seniors and and most swindlers, if you will, are looking for whom? They're looking for seniors who live alone and they're, you know, late seventies, early eighties or older because they know That most of us, when they get to that age, our hearing is worse, our sight is worse. uh, Sometimes our memory is not as good, those kinds of things. And that makes us much more susceptible to those kinds of swindles. And of course, then we get into scams, which can come from telephone, email uh, and all sorts of uh, other sources. Uh, And they're sophisticated. And now with artificial intelligence, it's going to make it that much more difficult. Uh, The scams get better and better every year. I do. Knowledge oftentimes is our best defense. And one of the best places to educate ourselves against scams is in North Carolina. The Attorney General of North Carolina in the Department of Justice has Uh, you know, the attorney general's website has uh, a link for uh, consumer protection. You know, they have a whole division in the attorney general's office for that. And they have a booklet with all of the uh, most prevalent scams that are going on in North Carolina right now. And they update that constantly because the scams are getting better and better constantly, if you will. And one of the best things folks can do is to read that booklet on all of the different scams. Because if you know, if you have the knowledge of what the crooks are doing, then it, it would become familiar to you if you find that, that they're actually contacting you. Because, you know, the fact is, most of us get uh, at least uh, several scam calls or contacts every day Uh, and whether it's through uh, the internet or through the telephone or directly to your home uh, we're all potential victims and you don't have to be a senior to be a victim Uh, that's for darn sure Um, but obviously knowledge is power uh, and uh, having more knowledge is only helpful to us when it comes uh, to those kinds of things Um, So do I have time to talk some more about these things? Uh, We can get one more in, I think. Okay. Well, um, taxes, Uh, of course, nobody wants to pay more than their fair share of taxes. That's uh, certainly obvious. And that's something that I try to help clients with every time I meet with them in terms of whether it's income taxes or estate taxes. And the good news is most of us don't have to worry about estate taxes. But the biggest issues in terms of taxation, and this will surprise people, is their attempt to gift property to their children, because oftentimes, if that is done in the wrong way, it will result in the children paying unnecessary income taxes particularly what we call capital gains taxes, because seniors oftentimes mistakenly think that the best way to protect their farm or their home is to actually gift it to their child or children. And the, the fact is, for most of us, our children are actually in a higher risk category than we are, because uh, the, what, they're, what they're doing is well, I, I wanna make sure that if I go on Medicaid, that uh, the state will not take my home away from me uh, when I die. I mean, and that's the risk that they're, they're really trying to avoid. Well, the bottom line is, is that with a good elder law attorney, we can avoid that risk without you making that gift. So <laughs> it's the kind of thing where the, the gift can create huge tax liability when the property is sold, either before or after your death, if you've gifted it to your children. And, and those are unnecessary taxes, which to me, you can avoid if you have good advice.
0: It gets back to asset protection and making sure that you're familiar with the options available to you so that you're not making a mistake, although you may have had good intentions. But it comes down to understanding uh, the laws available and the tax laws that that you might be impacted by. Schedule some time to speak with Bill. Go to WGALaw.com or attend one of Bill's free webinars. Learn more at WGALaw.com. Just click on the seminars button at the top of the page a quick break and back you're listening to asset protection today with attorney bill alexander and we'll be back after this You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Don't forget, you can go to WGALaw.com to schedule some time to speak with Bill. Get your documents drawn up or reviewed. Don't forget at WGALaw.com. You can also learn more about Bill's free webinars dealing with asset protection and trust planning, as well as long-term care assistance. They're free to attend, happening on Wednesday, August 9th, WGALaw.com. Just click on the seminars button at the top of the page. We're out of time for today, but we hope you will join us again next weekend. You've been listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Have a wonderful day.